Hey, Misty. Hey, Marilla. What have you been doing? I really haven't seen you. Like, I saw... Okay, so... When's the last time we actually recorded recorded? It's been a good six weeks since l- we recorded. At least. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. And the only time I've seen you outside of waving at you at church mm-hmm. is when you did Catalina's makeup for homecoming, and she looked stunning. Oh, she was an easy subject. Thank you very much. Easy subject. But I haven't seen you like to talk talk to you yeah. in that long. Yeah. I don't like that. That's I don't like not very it either. Uh-uh, I don't it's like bad it. for my mental health. I know. <laughs> It's like sunshine. I need it. Yes. Oh, I, I'm just like sunshine. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My vitamin D. Is yeah. that what it is? Yes. What vitamin D you get yes. from the sun? Yes. K? Vitamin D. No, not K. Vitamin D. D? I don't know. I've really missed you. Like it, I'm a better whoever person. even had one of those. I'm a better person when I podcast. I agree. I am. I agree. You I know am. why? Because... People are hearing us, and they're calling us and telling us that they heard us, I need, and we thrive on that. I thrive on people telling me that I'm funny and that they like me, and I don't go to a nine-to-five job, so this is the only adult interaction I get. This is it. Right? This is it. Yeah, and then Eli comes home, and you know, he ain't talking to me. He's so, not listening. Mm-mm. No. He ain't trying to talk to me about nothing. Yeah. So, and Philip, he ain't much better. No, and my family doesn't listen either, and I, I do have adult interaction, but it's all through computer heads on my screen mm-hmm. zoom calls yeah so it's like they live in my computer so it's not really even real interaction it's yeah. it's just yeah you know they're just squares in my computer screen but that's how it is to be an extrovert like you you have to have people thrive on adult interaction and like people yes. and being around people that make yeah you happy like I don't get when people say and you talk about Philip is this way and a lot of times even though my husband's an extrovert he's this way too where you just are like, I can't people today. I can't yeah. talk to. I, that's not me. I've never ever been that me way. Me neither. Like I want to people. Yeah. But then I, I'm kind of, I fall into this thing where if I haven't peopled in a while, then I'm also um, I like alone time too. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know what that's called because I am an extrovert. Yeah. No, that's not. I mean, wanting to have a little time and space by yourself doesn't change. But here's who you the are. thing: if I if I don't have a lot of people time and I get in the rut of being by myself I'll stay by myself yeah that's called depression okay <laughs> maybe I should start that pill again <laughs> we just had a conversation about medication and I was like I don't even take that stuff anymore like it's time to it, it makes me not have a good personality I don't like it and then I'm like I don't like staying by myself in a dark hole <laughs> It's time to reevaluate what you're it's taking. It's time to reevaluate. <laughs> My depression medicine is people. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. And that's fair. Being complimented. Okay. <laughs> We're just compliment whores. <laughs> we really are. Sometimes I just go back and look at our reviews. <laughs> and whenever I'm mad at my kids, I'll be like, well, Cheryl from Nashville said, <laughs> and they're like, huh, okay. I'm like, that's not what that 265 downloads told me. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, All right, maybe we should get started. We should. It's getting out of hand. We should. All right, so this week we want to talk about Killer, uh, Killer Sally. Killer Sally. She's on Netflix. Now, this is one that I had on my list. That I had not watched yet, and Misty was like, you got to watch this. Oh, the day it came out, like, it, again, I was at my house by myself in the dark. <laughs> not, <laughs> what else could you be doing but watching this and documentary I hadn't about? I not my clothes yet. <laughs> um, and I turned the TV on, and it popped up, and I was like, what the what? And then, This like, is perfect for my depression. This is awesome, yeah. <laughs> and then it said, Killer Sally, and I was like, female bodybuilder and murder? Yes. Done and check, done. Check, check. <laughs> And so I took a picture of it on my phone, and I sent it to Amaryllis, and I said, this is next. So <laughs> so here we are. I watched it immediately, and I did not take notes. And then Amaryllis said, hey, for real, we got to record. And I said, oh, okay. And so then I watched it again about mm, three hours ago. Did you really? I did. Okay. And I took real good notes. Okay, awesome. I've only seen it once, and I did watch it today. Okay. Because I said, we've got to record tonight. <laughs> We're really going to record tonight. And I didn't know it was three episodes. I thought it was just going to be a quickie. <laughs> But it's three episodes, folks. It is three episodes. They go quick, I guess. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. this is not a multi-day situation. Mm-mm-mm, you no, just I, put, put it on in the background and you can Yeah, that's kind of the first time I watched it was in the background. And then this time I sat down and watched Take it. Take time to actually look at the pictures, though. You I need mean, to see the pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, you need to. You can listen to the story, but you definitely want to stop and take a look. Yeah. All right, so Sally, it, this opens up with a commercial for Sally McNeil. Sally McNeil is uh, uh, has this amazing physique. She's a bodybuilder, and it's a commercial for wrestling. Yes. It's a commercial for... <laughs> would you like to wrestle with me? Would you like to wrestle with me, which is a thing that people do I guess I don't know she's married to she's married to another bodybuilder and he doesn't seem real he looks like a cartoon okay do you know any bodybuilders no so Mm -mm. I I know one like this level kind of bodybuilder yes she's a professional she's a female professional bodybuilder yeah and it's crazy like the the type of what's the word when you're like so focused discipline the discipline that you have to have like she's also the the friend that I know is also a nurse and she literally her life revolves around gym work whatever her meal plan is for that yeah season she competes she's a she competitor competes, yes she's a professional she has her card and there are seasons where you build muscle there are seasons where you gain weight there's seasons where you shred and it's all around whatever competition you're doing and apparently like it takes a real toll on your body you have to be very careful about the way you do it because mm-hmm. you could like damage yourself yeah like real bad like your organs like yeah. your organs not just like your stuff. muscles yeah. yeah like stuff but I, I don't know that I could live the lifestyle to be honest oh you can't live a lifestyle of eating tuna and eggs every single day of your life oh uh-uh no. Yeah. No, no, no. Waking up at 4 a.m., getting three hours in before going to work. And you know, then you know what, what I think would kill me first, the fastest, is once I've gained all these muscles and all these veins and stuff, because like, they like veins yeah. to be popping out. Yeah. I'm not good at shaving, okay? <laughs> I'm clumsy. Yeah. And I don't even have a calf muscle, and I'll cut myself every single time. And I see that these women and men have to, like, remove every hair. They're not shaving, Misty. Yes, some of them are. Oh, no, they're using depilatories, and they're using waxing, and they're they're definitely not shaving. Some of them are shaving. They, they, are, they are definitely having permanent hair removal. I saw a documentary where these people were getting ready to p- compete for one of these kind of titles, and they were legit covering themselves in shaving cream and shaving right before they get out there, okay? And all I could think to myself was, one vein, prick, I'm dead. <laughs> like, I could never make it over the first ripple. And I'd be, I'd be bleeding yeah. out all over the stage. Toilet paper dots everywhere. Toilet paper dots. Couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah, and, well, yeah, I, 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 I hear you. So, I hear you. I mean, I'm most. I imp- think it would be the eggs and the tuna salad for me. I'm just most impressed by the hair removal. I'll be real honest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how they keep it well, so smooth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Depilatories. But there's got to be seasons of growth in between. Mm-mm, not if there's permanent hair removal. What do you mean? Laser. Mm-hmm. I've had laser, and it came back when I got pregnant. Yeah, they'll do it. They'll do it multiple times to make sure that it's permanent. Like, if these people are, if they're professional bodybuilders, they don't want to have to think about that. Now, they may actually, I mean, yeah, they may run a razor just to keep their skin smooth. Mm-hmm. But... Um, after you wax and after you use depilatories for a certain amount of time, your hair just dies. Like, it just doesn't come back. My skin would die. because Yes, that would not be good. That depilatory. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I knew a lady who, from the time she was a teenager, she used she waxed her legs. And oh, um, and gosh. as an adult, she didn't have any leg, uh, hair on her legs because she had, I mean, the follicles were just shot. Have you ever had a wax? I have had sugaring. As have I. I've not had, like, hot wax, but I've had sugaring. As have I. And it's not fun. And I don't find it necessarily really effective. It is so painful. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't terrible for me. It was terrible. Just on your legs? No. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're not talking about the same thing then. (laughs) You had it on your legs? Yeah, legs. No. I did not have it on those parts. Further up. It was not good. Further up? Is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> Let's move along. 
just move along. <laughs> Don't do it. It's so painful. Yes, that's what I hear. Yeah. I've not tried it. I I uh I maybe will in the future. Yeah. Probably not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't do it. It's not worth it. No. I, just I'll wear t- boy you shorts. You know what? I'll do it as needed. As <laughs> Her as needed. Yes. That's right. I'll make sure I plan ahead on that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So she's married to a man named Ray McNeil. And like I said, he looked like a cartoon. He he was, I mean, crazy. This is one of those times you have to look at the screen to believe what yeah. you're seeing. And he smooth as baby's butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There, there is not a single sliver of hair on him. Uh-uh. You can see every vein, every, yes. all the stuff. He is baby oiled up. Yes. Yes. She loved him very much. She had, she had met, she met him, uh, they were both in the military, I think, mm-hmm. right? He was too. Yeah. And she Marines. had just moved to California where she had just finalized a divorce mm-hmm. and ended up getting married to him. Like, like a month later. Like a month later. Yeah. yeah. She met him after her divorce, and she married him quickly after meeting him. She had a couple of kids from that previous marriage, and so he took on those kids as his own. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of seemed really great on the outside. Two professional bodybuilders meant for each other. Right. Totally meant for each other. Until they started digging into the roids. That's right. In the 90s, this was the early 90s, and that series became this huge, huge, well, they didn't start then, but they were a huge, huge thing in the 90s. And um, his, he, he liked himself some roids. I mean, I can't imagine what those type of steroids would do to you. Like, just going to the urgent care and getting a steroid shot, like, I am angry for, like, oh. two days. My face is so red, and I will clean my house like crazy. Well, like, I'm going to tell you, I love a steroid pack. I, I hate it. I hate them. I love a steroid shot. I love a steroid pack. They make me feel terrible. Like, they make me feel so mean. They make my face turn red, and I don't even like to clean, and I'll be cleaning until 2 a.m. I mean, between the hair removal and the steroid use, you should never lift a dumbbell. Uh-uh. Plus, I was born without calves, so it would <laughs> never work. No. I mean, it would not be But I, I love a steroid. I love how a steroid makes me feel. Yeah. It does. It works as it needs to work on me. So, the men are using the steroids, right? Mm-hmm. And then Sally said that some of her, not her, she didn't do this, but some of her female bodybuilder companions would use testosterone, mm-hmm. which has some negative effects. You think? Yeah. A little bit of a deep voice. Somebody said... Male pattern baldness. Somebody said an Adam's apple will pop out on you. Mm-hmm. Well, they're taking... I mean, this is what um, this is what female-to-male people take. Yeah. That they, you know... Tra- Testosterone is a male hormone. I mean, you got to imagine. It's going to make you have male features. Well, they're going to have to up their game in waxing because I bet they're getting a mustache. Well, that's exactly what happens. And a beard. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So Ray begins to take loads and loads of steroids. They would cross the border to Mexico because they were so expensive here or not available or they just, you know, you couldn't get a prescription for them, and they just sell them over the counter in pharmacies. Yeah, they just head on down to Tijuana. So they just head over across the border, and she would take her kids with her. Sure. <laughs> She'd be like, let's go, hey, kids, let's go get some illegal drugs. Yeah, hey guys. So they would just go do that, and, and, and that's how his physique became unreal. Meanwhile, her career kind of took a hit because she was watching kids, and she couldn't her dream of becoming a bodybuilder was kind of going by the wayside. Well, and he for kinda, his sake, yeah, he kind of made it known to her like, like my career is very important. It's right. great that you bodybuild, whatever. Yeah, but mine, and I'm the one. Who's mine's the be big present. thing, yep. and I can't really work and right. train the way that I need to. So I'm going to need you to do all the work and make all the money so that I can bodybuild all day and be able to compete. And yep. so. Oh, Sally, she had to think of some creative ways to make money. That would have been a tough gig, man, because there is not a whole lot less attractive than a man who doesn't take care of his family. Oh, uh uh-uh. First, Mm -hmm. I'm not crazy about those veins, all right? Let's Mm -hmm. just be honest. I have a thing about blood Mm -hmm. and so seeing veins makes me think of blood Mm -hmm. and so anytime I was around you I would be afraid that I scratch you and you would squirt blood on me and so that would not work for me number one number two I don't like to work myself so (laughs) I'm not gonna 
take care of you. I cannot take care of you. I mean, it's it's enough for me to work myself. I'm yeah. not going to be taking care of you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Please. We're either in this together or we're both out of work. Yep. Sorry. I can't be taking on the load. Right. So what did she do, Misty, to make some money? Well, first off, she would do these roadside competitions where yeah. women like who like her who had a very strong physiques and body build they would go and do like pull-up competitions so she would make some money that way so while she was at one of these competitions a gentleman walks up to her and said hey um what do you think about wrestling on videos for me and she was like well I don't know and he said well it it pays pretty good um you don't have to do anything except wrestle but you do have to wrestle men and so she was like okay well I'll see what it's all about so she goes to his house and basically, they have a whole business that was created, which is basically people who have kind of a fetish for women who are very muscular, mm-hmm. and them beating you up. <laughs> <laughs> so that later you can beat yourself up. Yes. Yeah. This is Bill Wick's Femme Flex Video Productions, in case you'd like to look that up Well, and find some videos. I mean, I thought about... <laughs> trying out but it was the calves hilarious it's like what i imagine like a porn video is in terms of like the dialogue that they were because it was like this right. lowbrow oh no you're, what should i do you're not gonna steal lemons off my lemon tree <laughs> forget it get over here i'm gonna put you in a headlock and oh i'm wearing a bikini yes yeah, yeah. and oh you're in a headlock with in my thighs. My thighs. <laughs> How did we wind up in your living room on this bearskin rug? With very little clothing on. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and in some of them, there's another man in the background directing the wrestling. Yeah. Which was real uncomfortable for me. Well, it was weird, right? It's odd. It was really, really weird. And But I guess there's a market for it. Listen, different yeah. strokes, I guess. It's not my jam. But apparently, according... She's making big money. She's making 50 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. She's making 50 bucks an hour. And according to her... In 1995, yeah. by the way, or earlier. Yeah. According to her, she was like, look, I was making a lot of money. I didn't have to have sex with anybody. Because I am married. I am married. My husband knew about it. He was fine with it. Well, of course he was because he didn't want to work. And he didn't have no money. And he didn't have no monies. And he needed you to buy steroids. And so she was like, you know, I felt fine about it. But that kind of work only paid off for so long. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, hey, why don't I do something a little different? Because she had a couple of men starting to contact her and request her for private wrestling parties. Right. Private wrestling parties. Yeah. That's her thing, I guess. Yeah. And <laughs> and she thought $50 an hour was good. She was getting like... She went into business for herself. 300 to $1,000 an appointment. Yeah. To basically go to these men's apartments and choke them out with like her thighs. With her thighs. And wrestle them. No sex. No sex. No sex. And just beat up on them yep and then they were happy and then they would give her money for this and she also started her own video production company called top secret videos yes don't tell anybody top (laughs) secret videos she she videoed herself in the snow wrestling some dude she called that video snow job yes (laughs) she she did one that was Marine Corps related because she was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. She called that one Killer Sally. Right. Right. And um, she, and then she would also still compete. Right. She, yeah. Like the best she ever did was she came in fifth place. Mm-hmm. But because she was still an amateur, or I mean, she was a professional, but you don't make money in fifth place. Oh, you got to be so first place. So she was making money with her videos. So she was like traveling across the country she would leave her kids oh yeah and travel across the country send them postcards i made three thousand dollars today i'm expecting a thousand dollars tomorrow i'll be home whenever now look i can i can see her being like look i'm not doing anything that's immoral in her standards because she wasn't having sex but she's doing something that's a little a little adult okay I don't know that I could be writing my kids and leaving them letters and being right. like, hey, by the way, I'm going to wrestle a man in his apartment today. 
I'm going to make $1,000. I'll see you on Tuesday. Well, those kids were never the number one concern. Yeah. And they anyway. said it made them really uncomfortable. Yeah, like they, didn't they were like embarrassed it. that she did the videos. They were embarrassed that she went and did that kind of stuff. Right. But she just was like, look. She said she would just go into these people's houses and just, she said, I would just move their furniture and we would just, <laughs> we'll just wrestle right there. We'll in the just living have room. a little wrestling match. Yeah. And then I cleaned the $300 an hour. Yeah. $300 an hour, which honestly, Misty, we may need to look into it. I mean, if this, <laughs> if this podcast does not work out, I mean, I wonder if there's a market for somebody that wrestles you but doesn't win. That's what I could do. Okay. Or I could wrestle you and have an anxiety attack. <laughs> if somebody likes that. I don't know. I, look, there's somebody for everybody. There really is. There is somebody from everybody. Yeah. For everybody. Okay. What I really wish is there were people who paid you to come in and do podcasts in front of them. Oh, my gosh. Call us, please. <laughs> We're available. 1-800. <laughs> no. On the dock. On the dock. On the dock podcast at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> Send us all your opportunities. Send us all your opportunities. Remember, we're married. That's right. Desirable, but married. We only Willing pod- to do just about anything, but married. But we podcast fully clothed. Fully clothed. <laughs> yes. We also take singing engagements. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that part. And Amaryllis does some cat breeding in her spare time. Some what? Cat breeding. <laughs> cat breeding? What are you saying? Oh, cat breeding. You had all those kittens. <laughs> cat breeding. <laughs> She's an amazing cat doula. I'm really good. My husband's a cat doula. Cat doula. Yeah. All right. So, next thing we start learning a little bit about Ray. So, now we've got her story settled, uh, uh, settled and. We know that she's working hard, but what we don't know is a lot about Ray. So we find out that Ray is, he comes from a hard luck home. Mm-hmm. He was given away by his mom, abused, sexually assaulted, grew up in poverty, just not a good thing. And so, and what people didn't know about Ray and Sally is that Ray was incredibly physically abusive yes. to everybody in the household, but nobody knew it. Nobody well, she- said anything about it. So nobody... Looking ahead to the future, people were going to have a hard time believing that Ray had been abusive because she didn't say Well, and anything. Sally even said three days into their marriage, he punched her in the face. Right. Like, this was not something where it had, you know, built over time. Like, he came oh, no. straight out of the gate knocking her out. Look, you don't, you don't become a man the size that he was mm-hmm. without, the, with the help, without the help of major steroids, which will alter your brain chemistry and make you violent right coupled with his background that was just a mistake I mean yeah. it was just a, a ugh, it was something bad yeah so he would do these things and like we hear a lot of stories he would come back and be really remorseful and just I'm so sorry I love you so much which I'm sure he was and I'm sure he felt those things but it didn't change again. what he had done yeah. so she would you know she would let him come back because she loved him right and, and just kids- turn those off and the kids said that eventually it turned from just her into abusing them, and it would be things where I've heard this from a lot of like people who have had abuse in their childhood, is it starts out as what the abuser sees as discipline. Mm-hmm. And because he was in the military, he, oh, yeah. he was all about structure, discipline. and mm-hmm. this is how things are going to happen in discipline. And so, but he took it to an abusive level, and then it would become, well, now you're both going to get disciplined, and I'm going to beat your sister in front of you, and then I'm going to beat you. And yep. so not only was it physical abuse, but it was psychological abuse. Emotional, because, psychological. Yeah, because he would terrorize them, mm-hmm. because they would know it was coming, and, and Sally obviously didn't do anything to stop that. She tried to he broke her nose one night like did it break your heart to watch that boy that son oh yes oh my gosh yeah and I could tell that he had struggled with his own demons right because with violence and all of that which broke my heart because I could tell he was remorseful but anyway just hearing him talk about things that had happened to him in this 
he said, I heard what sounded like the breaking of a wood, some some kind of wood yeah. breaking. Somebody snapped a piece snapped of wood. Snapped something. And he came out, and his mother was bleeding all over the place, and Ray had broken her nose. Yeah. And so she reported it to their sergeant, mm-hmm. and he was arrested, and they let him out a few hours later, and he came back and beat her up even more and said, you will drop these charges. And so she did. Right. Because what's she supposed to do? I mean, he's going to kill her. Mm-hmm. In her mind, you know, it right. makes better sense to drop the charges. Right. And then right after that story, John, the son, who, like I said, just broke my heart. I literally started crying when he told this story. Yeah. He came in from kindergarten the first day. Yeah. Kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten. And his little smiley face on his shirt was turned backwards. And an innocent little five-year-old his dad said, why, why is that backwards? He said, oh, I, I got in trouble because I was talking in school. Because mm-hmm. he's five. Right. And in kindergarten. Yeah. And he beat him up. <sighs> like, he beat him up. Five years old. Yeah. And I think to myself, if Nova Barnett was in that situation, she would not be alive. Like, she, yeah. she like, her, her little notes that we get every single week from school from, you know, like, you get your little folder with all your papers every mm-hmm. week. Pretty regularly, we have a note that says she needs to work on blurting out. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have made it past the first week of school. She's constantly like yeah. she's she's a talker and mm-hmm. it's going to serve her well when she's running the United States. Right. But right now she's driving her second grade teacher crazy. Right. And we talk to her about it, and you know we don't scream and yell at her about it because I know her personality. But if it was this guy, this guy, it just it broke my heart because I just put her in the, his place and I knew what would have happened to her if mm-hmm. she had done that. Yeah. And, and it just, oh, my gosh, it was just so freaking sad, this cycle. And these unrealistic expectations for these kids that yes. he put into place. Yes, and watching him, making them watch each other's punishments. And then Sally alleges that he raped her on the regular. Right. If he wanted it, he wanted it, even if she didn't want it. And so, Well, she said that in his mind, he would abuse her physically. And then he would come to her and say, well, if we have sex, that means you forgive me. Right. And... For his own, mm-hmm. you know, benefit, he would rape her because he wanted to feel like she forgave him. And she was like, it wasn't that I forgave him. It was that I either have sex with him and pretend that I've forgiven him or he's going to beat the crap out of mm-hmm. me again. Yeah. So, you know, it was this, like you said, it was this constant cycle of abuse. And, you know, I've never been in that situation. Yeah. I've, I, I wasn't abused as a child physically by my parents. Right. I wasn't I've never been abused by a boyfriend or a husband. Yeah. I have I can't relate. I have so much sympathy for anyone who's in that situation or has gone through that situation. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair for me to say, Oh, well I would have done this or I would have sure. done that because I can only imagine You don't know what you would have done. I can only imagine after somebody has beaten you once and I'm sure there's threats involved with that, that you are terrified that, like you said, if you report it or if you leave, that they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Because look how big this man is. I mean, oh, like, yeah. look at what he's already. He's capable of killing you. Yeah, look at what he's already done in the name of loving you, mm-hmm. much less what he would do if he hated you, you know. It's funny because Philip and I were, Philip came in the room while we were watching this or whatever, and uh I like I looked at him and I was just like, Philip, if you ever and he's like, Misty, I like I would never what in the world. I would yeah. never do that to you. <laughs> and I said, I know. I said, I'm just sitting here in my mind trying to think like, what would I do if yeah. some man came and literally punched me in the face and just like walked out? Like, how would I respond to that? And he was like, Well, first off, like, I would never do that because I love you, number one. He said, But second off, I'm smart enough to know that with you, that, yeah, maybe I could catch you off guard and punch you in the face, and I might get away with that first one. But I know good and well in the back of my mind that sometime at night while I'm asleep (laughs) that you're going to come darting out of that bathroom with a stun gun, and you're going to light me up. And he said, you may not get me in the fight, but you'll get me after. And he was like, I, I I wouldn't even attempt that. With you, now there's you a man know. who's looking ahead at yeah, consequences. He's, he's yeah. looking ahead, <laughs> and so, but I mean, I look at Sally, and she's a she's a muscular woman. She's a strong yeah. woman. Like, you know, she had to have been so terrified, just beat down, not physically, but emotionally, emotionally. and mentally, yeah. to the fact that, you know, even when he's asleep, 
mean, she pr- probably could have gotten him pretty good yeah. if she'd have caught him off guard because she's a strong woman, but she didn't have the courage to do that, yeah. you know, because he had instilled in her, like, you turn me in or you try to do something, yeah. you're going to get worse next time. Yeah. Where do you find yourself after this, too? Like, where's where's my, where am I going to live? Where am I going right. to have my kids? Where are we going to go? So it's a lot to think about. It's well, a lot. and she did get to a point to where she started to make a plan for that. And yeah. she was like, look, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to do something. Like, I can't live my life this way. And one of the worst situations that she ever came into was when O'Ray competed for Mr. Olympia. And he had gone to the Olympia contest. And Ray and I have something in common. Okay. What's that? Ray, huge lats. Well, he struggles in his calves. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so <laughs> he had right. gone to Mr. Olympia, and he felt like he had a really good chance. He was all oiled up. He had his veins popping. Mm-hmm. He was ready. He was flexing. He was turning. He had his, um, his Speedo on and sure. waxed up. And so he got up there, and he came in 15th because they said everything looks good, but, man, those calves. you got those mini calves. Yeah. And you just can't do it. And, I, I mean, I get it. I don't have calves either. And so he came home real beat down about it, and he was real upset about it. And she said she didn't even know what she had said, but he had just come in already upset about this competition, and he beat the snot out of her. Like, he took out Every his insecurities yeah. and aggression on her because he lost that contest. And she said after that contest, she had kind of come to the place to where she was like, I can't let him beat me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to end up dead. My kids are going to end up hurt. Like, I got to get out of here. But she was like, you know, I was I was making plans. Like, she had talked to her mother. Her mother was getting ready to sell a house. And she said, look, give me $50 a week. I'll let you take over this house. Bring the kids. And so she had started putting back money. And she would even told her kids, she said, have a bag packed at all times. Because when I tell out. you it's time to go, we have to go then. And so, like, the kids were prepared. They knew that that, that was going to happen. And then Valentine's Day occurred. Mm-mm. Valentine's Day. Valentine's. <laughs> I want it to be Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. And I thought I didn't hear that correctly the first time. You had to rewind but it. I did hear it correctly every other time. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah. So Valentine's Day. Do you like how I'm so country I never called it? You didn't? Because I probably say Valentine's Day. No, it was the very first thing, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yep. So on Valentine's Day 1995, we hear a call to 911, and she says, very matter-of-factly, I just shot my husband because he beat me up. So Valentine's Day, they woke up. They're having a great day. They went to Disney or something. They have videos of, like, the crowds just staring at them because – they look funny because they're so large right and she was ready to move like she was getting like she was done but that day was a good day they'd had a good day at the park and Mm -hmm. they were having a fun day well that night ray goes missing she can't find him and it's valentine's Valentine's day how you gonna go missing on valentine's i don't know but he did he went missing and she was not happy about it she was not happy she assumed she he was at this bar so she starts getting dressed and gussied up and makeup well in comes ray Mm -hmm. finally comes in she'd made arrangements for the kids to be watched so in comes ray on valentine's day Mm -hmm. and he catches her getting ready and he says well where are you going he said what are you doing with that makeup on well they got into an argument and she said i'm coming to find you but he, you know, whatever. They got into an argument. Have you ever had your husband come in on you like that, though? Because that would have put me in a foul mood real yeah. quick. Philip, de- Philip has done that to me. Like, some days, I just feel like getting it together. Yeah. Okay? Like, sometimes, I just need to put on some makeup and get myself dressed, whether I'm going anywhere or not. Right. Because I just function better that mm-hmm. way. And Philip Gillespie will come in, and he'll be like, oh, well, who are you going to see today? And I'm like... I'm sorry. Do I look like the garbage man every other day? Apparently. How about you don't need to be shocked <laughs> when I look this when good? When I turn it up a little bit. <laughs> How about you just realize that that's an extra special glow and appreciate it? Yes. Don't ask me where I'm well, going. That's or what, what he did. He what I'm in. doing? He said, "Well, I don't. I think for him it was less of a surprise and more of who are you about to go see on Valentine's Day? Oh well, when you when you skirting around." You start to get suspicious of others. So they get into an argument, and he hits her. 
because she insulted him about her his physique. She was like, you know, it wasn't like he just automatically hit her, right? right. I mean, he, he was in a bad mood, obviously probably been drinking at a bar. And he had already wanted to get out of this marriage. He'd been talking about wanting to get out of the marriage. He'd had a girlfriend and everything. And he was getting ready to start getting ready for another a competition. competition. Right. And yeah. she goes, well, your physique is crap, and you're not going to be able to place anyway. So he punched her. She was probably like, hey, little calves. Yes, she probably <laughs> was making fun of his calves. Oh, little calves. Why so don't you come over here? She hit, He hits her and then starts choking her. Well, Shantina? Shantina? I can't. I can't think of her name. Shantina, I think, is her name. I can hear it in my head, but I know if I try to say it, I'm it just going to It can't be Shantina, right? It's Shantina. Well, anything Sh- with Tina in it makes <laughs> me think of something else. I think it's Shantina. She seemed like such a heartbroken lady. Like, she just, yeah. I mean, she's a grown-up now. But anyway, yeah. she could hear the whole thing. She heard him hitting her and choking her. She said she could hear the sound of her being choked yes and she's and it's so sad because in the police interview when they interview this little girl they say well how did you know that your mom was being choked and she said well it's the same noise she makes every time he chokes her yeah like she recognized that yeah and I thought to myself I don't know that I would know what it sounded like for somebody to be choked but that was the norm and I certainly don't want my children to know it yeah, yeah it, it's horrific. Yeah. So Sally runs into her bedroom, their bedroom, and she grabs a weapon. And um, she was scared of him, so she grabbed the weapon. And she said he was superhuman. He was super large, um, super angry, super strong. He was superhuman. Amaryllis. He was on five different types of steroids. Yes. He, I didn't even know they made five types. Superhuman. Yeah. I, I, when she said superhuman, I thought that is a great description of what this man looked like because he didn't he didn't look human at all like he was bigger than the hulk like literally bigger than lou ferrigno like he was huge Um, so she grabbed a weapon um she said she told him to get off her to get back or something and he said no and he shot her she told him she shot him she told him to get out oh get out yeah and he said no and so she shot him yeah not only did she shoot him she went and stood above him and shot him once again and uh, Shatina came out with a baseball bat. She thought Ray was the one who had killed her mother. So she was coming out to defend. Well, now let me let me say something for Sally. In every horror movie I've ever seen, uh-huh. if you shoot them one time, they always come back. And so that's what they call a kill shot. And so to make sure She's that he sure. didn't raise up on her, because he's got steroids in his system. You don't he think, is superhuman. You don't think if a man was coming after me, and I felt threatened for my life. I'm only going to shoot him one time. Yeah. Well, Forget like you got it. the adrenaline going at that point. Yeah, you're getting it in the head. Yeah, yeah. Zombie style. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. She shot him in the face. Yeah. She shot him in the face. And that second time, she did it intentionally. Like, she was like, this is, you're not going to get me. You are not Bam. coming back. Because that first time, you could say it was intentional, but it was probably a whole lot more emotional and lot just scared, right? Right. That second time, she was like, he's down, and I'm not going to let him come back up. Well, imagine how much matter he's going to be if he can get up from that. That's right. That's right. So they call 911. Um, fast forward, you know, she, of course, she she admits she shot him, and the kids, of course, know that she shot him, and she goes to jail. Yeah. Um, they arrested her, and that was a heartbreaking scene, too, when those kids were, you know, Little John was like, well, maybe they'll give you a month, and they'll see all the marks on you when they see how you're you, – he beat you up. And John was like – he said, as an adult now, he said, honestly, I was relieved. He said – talking about Him the death dead. of his stepfather. Yeah. yeah. He said, honestly, I was relieved. I knew that we would never get hit again. Yeah. Well, That and is horrific. And it's so sad because, I mean, he was young. And in the interrogation room, when they bring her in – to to say you know to tell her kids what's going on she's like he's like mom like the officer said if it's self-defense it's okay and it was it was self-defense and she's like I know and I'm sitting there thinking and I'm looking at Sally and I'm going I would think the same thing like this man this is cut and dry choked me and tried to kill me I have a right to defend myself and defend my children I'm walking out of here is exactly what I would have thought too yep and so when she's talking to him, you can see, like, she's holding nothing back. I mean, yep. she's not trying to be, you know, um, secretive. She's not trying to make herself seem better than she is. 
Yeah. She's just basically telling them the facts and trusting that that's how the legal system works. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to to go through the motions, but I defended myself and my children, and so yeah. that's what happens when you attack someone. Yeah. But she was wrong. She was wrong. During her trial, whether or not she had been abused became front and center. And one thing they talked about was this was 1995. Uh, the trial, assume I assume, was like the next year, mm-hmm. right? 96, 97 maybe? Yeah. Um, if this had been now, they would have taken her allegations a whole lot more seriously than they did back then. Well, and I think also because of her size and because of She was not nice to him very often. She fought back. Right. And was violent to him right. often, too. Right. And she's a bodybuilder. Yeah. And so in their mind, Marine. they're thinking, well, you're a Marine. You're a bodybuilder. Couldn't you yeah. stand up for yourself? It's not like you're a tiny little woman, you know. But in all reality, she was. I mean, if you look at videos of her, she's little. Like, she's a short right. little she's, woman. She was... She he dwarfed her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in matter of size, yeah, yeah, they both had muscles, but he's a big man he definitely on could step five on different steroids. Well, it's not unusual when a woman claims abuse for it to be front and center and for it to be questioned. Right. Um, I I I have a friend who I don't know if she listens or not, but she went through um, something really horrible in her own life. Um, she was. She was raped, and when she went to the hospital, they kept asking, basically, did you ask for it? Was it, what mm-hmm. were you wearing? And yeah. that kind of thing. It was, and it was by a complete stranger that did, she was assaulted by a complete stranger. Right. In her own home. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even a question of, you know, like, what were you wearing? What were you, right. like, they turned it around. Yeah. For, for a very long time. Horrible. And so it's not unusual for when a woman is abused to turn it around and question whether, hmm, could you, what could you have done to prevent this? Why didn't you say anything before now? Why didn't That's you leave? That's a biggie. Yeah. Why didn't you leave? Exactly. Mm-hmm. As if there are not reasons, good reasons, that those things didn't happen. I mean, PTSD, for one, is mm-hmm. something that will jack you up and keep you around, right? Right. Not really understanding ramifications and consequences and of what your abuse is mm-hmm. also if you're a woman uh it's and you leave your husband where's your income going to come from where's your of course she was making the bulk of the income but she's got a couple of kids right. she's away from her home mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of reasons and so these things became front and center and she had the misfortune of having a prosecutor who was a real jerk and didn't give an inch and didn't, which you want that in a prosecutor, right? You want a prosecutor who's going to hammer. If somebody's guilty, um, you want to hammer. But in this case, she was guilty, but she was guilty because of the abuse, and he didn't give any credibility at all to the abuse, even though the children testified for it, uh, and they were grown by then. Right. You know, they were older. They were older. Um, she testified about it people in their lives testified about it that mm-hmm. even though she was one to fight back she was abused yeah. and and the jury was like mm, we're not so sure because look at this video of yours it's called killer sally right and uh you know that's it even her def- defense attorney was like there was nothing i could do she was not a great witness she tried to defend herself you well, know you and can- they scrutinized even like the the interrogation videos like everything that they could get a hold of to turn on her like at one point in the video after she had given her statement after you know everything had happened she this is there's no telling how long they had held her and questioned her she said all night yeah and so when they finally left the room she took a blanket and wrapped up and laid down on the floor for a minute yeah and because she fell asleep they said that's guilty that's not an innocent person yeah He's horrible. That prosecutor was terrible because, first of all, he loved the limelight. In fact, he said, I loved being up there as much as I loved doing this interview. That is to say, I love the publicity. I love being out there, and I love the limelight. Right. And he went hard after her and not allowing for the idea that abuse had something to do with why she would do this. And you and you can – you don't have to acquit. She can still be punished. Right. But maybe not for 25 years. Right. Well, know? and Ray had his own 
witnesses. Even though he was no longer alive, yeah. he had friends and family members that came to the forefront and were like, look, she gave as good as she got. Yeah. Like, they're both bodybuilders. They're both wrestle. They both are, you know, in this business. And so that's how they dealt with conflict. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's not what we see as healthy, but that's how they dealt with it. And yeah. sometimes she was the aggressor. Actually, most of the time she was the aggressor. Yeah. And, you know, they brought forth his his affair, the girlfriend that he mm-hmm. had been with that night. And she was like, oh, yeah, she threatened to beat me up and she threatened to do this. And so just anything to kind of run her through the mud. Yeah. At that point. And it worked. It worked. It worked. She was found not guilty of first degree murder, which is like a pre-planned kind of thing, but guilty of second degree, which I think is like an emotional crime of passion. Yeah. Crime of passion. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were going to give her 15 to 20 or 15 years to life. Yeah. And she ended up serving 25 years. Yeah. Which is so long. Yeah. Because I don't even know how old she was when she started. Do you remember? Well, I mean. (sighs) Serving that. Here's what I do know. Serving that long prevented her children from having a mother. Yes. They were very young. They were fortunate that they could go to their grandparents. Well, they never went back to her after that. Oh, no. Mm Mm-mm. They would visit her every now and then, and at some point they stopped doing that because mm-hmm. it was too hard because they lived in Pennsylvania and she was in California. Right, and her parents had custody of them. Yes, and, yeah. and they were great parents, and they had a good life with them, which is a blessing. Right. But they both enlisted. They're both military. I think they're both Marines. Yeah. Like, like mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And I think dad was Marine, too. I can't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah, either way. Mom, for sure, was a sergeant in the Marines. And uh, John went through five tours of duty, serious PTSD, and he said he had some violence issues. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell he was broken, oh, yeah. broken. Struggling with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. was actually in a rehab facility during the time of the trial. He wasn't even able to, like, be there when she got out and stuff. I mean, so. Uh, she missed, yes, she, she missed graduations. Weddings. Yeah. He has a little girl and he has, she has a little boy, I think. Mm -hmm. She missed everything in their lives. Yeah. She missed everything for being in jail for that long. Um, And now she's out. She came out um, uh, in 2020 Mm -hmm. and she's remarried. She found somebody. Like the military has a rehab system for veterans or military, uh, former military members. I don't know. I'm not a military person. I don't know what they're called. I don't know if she was an actual veteran or not. In any case, they I think have a you're program. a veteran whether you serve or not. Whether you serve or whether, whether you're in active duty or not. Okay. So she she came out to have a program for uh, ex convicts who had been in the military. Mm-hmm. And so they helped her get on her feet, money wise, and she found somebody. Yeah. And I think he had been in her same situation, maybe. I don't know where they met, but mm-hmm. um, they're married. They got married. And yeah. she seems to have kind of a bright future. She said life is good and she's got a. Her son walked her down the aisle, and she's getting to know her daughter again. And Mm -hmm. I just, I was so grieved for her children. I mean, I don't know these people, and I, like, cried literal tears for them. Yeah. (laughs) I was so sad for them. Yeah. I just think of my kids, you know. I think of them being left alone and not just Mm -hmm. the stuff. I just don't want them to suffer. Yeah. I just don't want them to suffer. Well, I mean, it's like you look at them and go, man, they didn't even have a fighting chance. Like. They had to endure all that as a child, mm-hmm. and then you're ripped away from your mother. And, yep. you know, they think that the noble thing to do is to join the military and carry on that legacy, which it is. It's a very noble thing to do and yeah. a career path for, but a, they both for a lot for of people. But they suffered from PTSD, and, yep. you know, it, it was something that affected their life negatively afterwards that mm-hmm. they'll have to deal with forever. And yep. so, and that's that's the, you know, the the risk that comes with choosing that career is, you know, a lot of people do end up with trauma because you're serving and you're fighting for our country and that doesn't come without wounds. Yeah. You know, well, I tell you, I thought I was going to laugh a whole lot more during this movie or this docuseries because I thought I didn't realize that it was about, it was a murder documentary, like a true crime thing. What did you think killer meant? I thought it was just like her nickname for being a wrestler like I thought that the whole thing was about wrestlers (laughs) in videos (laughs) 
like the glow, the like, glow network. Yes, like Did you that. ever watch that? I didn't. Yes, I do remember it. I don't know that I ever watched it because it wasn't my jam, but I do remember it. Oh, I can remember being a kid, staying up late, and it coming on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember it. On the USA sure. network. The Glow Ladies, for the sure. The Glow Ladies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a documentary. Have you ever seen Tickled? No. Okay, we need to do that one. I've never actually finished watching the whole thing. I've watched like half of it and then I, I get distracted. Like tickled. Okay. Tickled is about an industry where you're tricked into making videos of people tickling you. Uh-uh. And it's sort of like this weird fetish thing, right? And so I they're react selling these videos. Violently. And the whole thing is like this. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, this is kind of that. This is just women getting videotaped. Why, be, as wrestlers yeah and so I thought that's what this whole thing was about hey, I didn't realize it was about her killing her husband hey can we talk about though one thing we forgot so when they arrested Sally they said look this is a woman that's dangerous like we have to really set a precedence so they put a million dollar bail on her yep. guess who paid her bail all her fans. All those men who liked for her to come and wrestle them. They call them schmoes. Schmoes. The schmoes came together, and they wrote, they, all those schmoes came together and raised a million dollars so Sally could be released. Well, it was $100,000 because they lowered the bail. Remember, it, they'd set it at a million dollars, and he was able to lower it to 100000 Oh, I must have been in the bathroom. <laughs> Regardless, Misty, $100,000 a is a lot, lot of, money. of money to give to a complete stranger. Yeah. And she said, I will never disrespect those men right. by calling them schmoes because they were the only ones who came to my defense. That's right. She said, the bodybuilding competitions, they dropped me immediately. Here's what I want to know. The wrestling community, they loved me. Here's what I want to know. If in some terrible circumstance, I'm falsely accused of a crime. Will or on the doc listeners bail me out? Because I didn't. Excellent question. I didn't do it. One of my greatest fears is being falsely accused of a crime. Get out. I'm not kidding. Let's add that to the list. Yes, it's one of my one of my my main concerns, and so okay. I don't know what type of crime. Yes, I can't think of any. I can't way that think you of anything. Um, traveling while gorgeous. I don't know. <laughs> I, singing accused of that all the time singing too beautifully loving too hard I don't (laughs) I don't know what it could be but that I'll be falsely accused of a crime yeah yeah well we'll be ready yeah with our tens and tens of listeners I feel certain that that it's down to tens and tens because we've been gone for so long it was 20s and 20s at one point we gotta build it back up well we gotta build it back up we gotta build it back y'all help us please yeah let people know we're back it's Christmas it's Christmas (laughs) Do you know what I was just thinking? Was it last year that we did that Christmas episode with that that crazy lawyer? The Christmas oh, tree, the Christmas yeah. light fight. That's one of my favorite Whatever ones. It was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The fight before Christmas? The fi- yes. Twas the fight. Twas, Twas the, the fight, fight before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yes. We should re-release that one. Freaking we, Or y'all go back and listen to that one. That's a fun. Listen, if you're cooking during the holidays that's a good one to listen to freaking jeremy i still want that cotton candy machine (laughs) that robot he don't deserve to have it we need to go back and do a figure out where he is we do if he's doing lights this year we need to do an update yeah let's see all right i think it's time to go good night good night good afternoon whatever it is at your place good morning good night and i'll see you tomorrow bye